Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey there. I am so excited to be back with you to talk some more. This week in honor of Heart Health Month, this is February at the time of recording this, I want to touch on the world of taking care of your heart with better nutrition, appropriate exercise, and other lifestyle factors. And today I'm going to tell you about my personal heart story. There's a lot of confusion around what is a heart healthy diet, how much exercise is appropriate, and what else needs to be considered. Today I will touch on a few of those areas and also tell you about my story. So let's start there. Heart health has been on top of my mind for many years. My father passed away suddenly in 2009 from a heart condition that we didn't even know he had. I'll never forget the day that I got the call. And I, well, I knew something was wrong because I had a bunch of voicemails from everyone in my family. Ryan, you need to call me back. Call me back. Everybody's calling. And I'm like, oh no, I had that sinking feeling in my gut that something had happened. So I called my brother, Matt, and he told me that our dad had passed away. I was so shocked because I thought he was going to say it was my mom. Our mother suffered for over 20 years with complications related to her heart disease. So on that day, I just knew that my brother was going to tell me that our mother had passed away or maybe was back in the hospital. So to my complete shock, he told me it was our dad. I was shocked because our dad was a vegan, completely obsessed with his diet. He had run so many marathons. I don't even know how many. I lost track of how many. Constantly talking, thinking, and paying attention to his health. This is why I was completely shocked. My mother actually ended up passing away um, just a few months ago in 2020, ultimately from her heart failing. So in 2019, when I had a scare with my heart, I was both totally shocked because I was really trying hard to take care of my health, but also I wasn't that surprised because of my genetic path. I want to share my story with you so that you will both be more educated and just aware of your own health and situation. In 2019, I was 43 years old. I had had an overall healthy life. I mean, sure, I have gained a lot of weight. I lost a lot of weight. I did have some pregnancy complications. And currently, I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disorder, and some issues with my thyroid. But really, overall, nothing terrible. I've spent the last 15 to 16 years working to be my strongest self, both physically and mentally. I practice what I preach by eating a clean diet most most of the time. I don't smoke. I exercise. I meditate. I eat organic, whether it's better or not, not 100% sure. I drink a ton of water every day. You see, I am doing my best to live a healthy and full life. I choose to do these things because it makes me feel good and I feel like I'm worth it. Not only do I do this personally to live a healthy lifestyle, but it's my passion in life to help 
others live their healthiest and happiest life as well. So I have to admit when I found out that I had a condition that causes my heart to pause sometimes for way too long, and by the way, it's called sick sinus, I immediately felt anger, resentment, and fear. I mean, what the hell? Like, why me? Why now? Where did I go wrong? I've been trying so hard and working hard to be healthy. What is happening to me? So if you've listened to my episode about the victim cycle, then you will know that I immediately fell into victimhood. Like, why is this happening to me? Why me? Poor me. For years, I have been told that my heart rate is too low. My resting heart rate was known to get in the 20s and even in the teens at night. I can't even count the number of times that I'd been sent to the cardiologist to get checked. Usually the cardiologist would walk in and say, um, why are you here? Then they would, you know, check me out and then send me off acting kind of like it was a big waste of their time and my time too. The reason I went to the cardiologist again was because my thyroid doctor said she thought some of my symptoms I was complaining about didn't sound like my thyroid or autoimmune disease, but instead sounded more like a cardiac concern. She had worked in the cardiology field for many years and urged me to go back to see the cardiologist. So I did it because I'm dedicated to taking good care of my body, even when I think it's silly or unnecessary. This visit to the doctor was different than the other times. This time, the doctor said to me, Ran, I really hope that I'm wrong, but I want to monitor your heart rate for a few weeks and send you to the electrophysiologist. I literally thought to myself, all right, doc, this is totally not necessary, but whatever. And I kind of did that roll eye in my head, you know, I got the monitor and honestly just thought it was a joke. I mean, I'm in great shape from a cardio aspect and I've been kind of proud of my super low heart rate. I mean, I thought it meant my heart was so strong that it had to beat less to do its job. Isn't that like a good thing? For some reason, I got it in my head that the less your heart has to beat, the longer you will live because it actually lasts longer, kind of like a battery. (laughs) Apparently that's not true. I got the heart rate monitor and moved along my merry way. One morning, I remember this so well, um, I was actually making lunch for my kids because my husband was away uh, for work and it was just a really busy morning. I do a workout and then I was making lunch for my kids and getting ready to leave to go teach my cycle class, my indoor cycling class. Well, I kept getting a call on my phone from a very persistent telemarketer. I kept denying the call because I didn't want to buy whatever they were selling. And truthfully, I was so focused on what I was going to do in my cycle class, like which songs and, oh, should we stand and go hard on the hill there? Or should we sit and go hard? Like I had other things on my mind. But what I didn't realize was that it wasn't a telemarketer. It was actually the heart rate monitor company calling me to tell me that I was having critical episodes. Hmm. Well, I was so confident that I didn't have any issues that I didn't even consider, not even for a second, that it could be the heart rate monitor company calling or even my doctor calling. In fact, there was a big notice on the box of the monitor that came in that I got that had this number. There was like a bright yellow label with with really dark, you know, black bold numbers on it saying, if this number calls, please answer. Yeah, well, I didn't even pay attention to that because, well, I mean, they weren't going to call me. 
Well, so I still didn't check my voicemails. I didn't look at the phone. I kept denying the call and I went to my cycle class. And I got to tell you, in my cycle class, we don't mess around. It's not like we piddle on, you know, little light class. I mean, we work hard. We get our heart rate up. We make our legs burn and we push it for 30 minutes. So after my class, after all of that, I decided to run to Starbucks to just pick up a quick coffee on my way home. While I was waiting for my coffee, I noticed I had a bunch of voicemails. I didn't recognize the numbers, so I just continued to ignore them. And well, this would be a good time to tell you that I obviously don't like voicemails and I prefer text and email. Anyway, after I got my coffee and spoke to my buddies, Michael and Howard at Starbucks, I went to my car and I decided to go ahead and check the voicemail so I could, you know, clear off my phone. Well, I have to tell you, when I heard the message, the first message, my entire body shifted into a feeling that I hadn't felt in a really long time. This was a deep down, terrible feeling of fear. I had an actual physical reaction to what I heard. The message basically told me to get to the doctor as soon as possible because my heart was pausing for too long and I needed to be seen right away. After I realized this is why they were calling, I started to think of the times that morning that I did have to sit down because I got really dizzy and the room got dark, just like when you stand up too quick. But I was just standing in the kitchen and you know, making the kids lunches and I would have to go sit down. And honestly, I just thought that maybe my blood sugar was low and I needed to eat breakfast or something. And truthfully, this happened a lot. So even though I had been complaining to my thyroid doctor about it, I didn't realize that it was such a big deal and it really is a big deal. So by the way, if you feel like something isn't right and you don't feel good, keep seeking for the answer. So the fact that I've been feeling this for a while means that probably this was happening a lot more than it should. So I was scheduled right away that day to go see the specialist to discuss my symptoms. So I just want to pause for just a second and, and talk to you about, you know, how I felt when I found this information out. So like after I got the call, um, telling me that my heart was pausing and, and in my mind, I inserted stopping, which is actually a different thing, <laughs> but I totally heard your heart is stopping and you're going to die is what I heard when I got the phone call. And honestly, I didn't know what it meant. I thought it meant that, Hey, your heart rate is pausing for too long and might not restart. So we have to fix this. That this is how I was hearing it. But, um, I did find out though, just FYI, that it wasn't that I was, you know, going to stop and never start again. It probably wasn't going to be that, but that if it was, you know, pausing for too long, I could pass out and fall down and get hurt. Or if I was driving and, had it paused for too long, I could pass out and wreck and either hurt myself, kill myself or someone else. So that day though, when I heard the messages about, well, and I called the doctor and they were said to me, you've got to get to the, now the you, and you can't ignore. I remember the nurse totally blessing me out about how, <laughs> how I was being irresponsible, not answering my phone when they, when I knew I had the heart rate monitor on. And I just remember feeling so embarrassed and being like, you know, this woman like shaking her finger at me. Anyway, that morning I heard the messages and I just kept thinking to myself, what if today is the day it stops beating for good? I totally panicked and called my husband in tears 
in that moment, I, I really felt the shift in my mind and it seemed that everything changed. I really couldn't stop thinking about my kids and my family and how much I love them and don't want to be gone yet. I have so many things that I want to do in this life still. And for a moment, I was terrified that maybe none of it could happen. So yes, I went totally negative, worst case scenario, which is not my thing. I'm positive Patty about 99% of the time. Okay, let's say 90% of the time. And I've even been told it's a little annoying, but I'm proud of that because I work really hard to keep a positive mindset. However, this news really knocked me over. And so I went ahead and let myself have a pity party for a day or two. And then I decided that that was not how I was going to handle this because I really have two choices. I could let this fear just knock me down, make me fragile and afraid to do anything, or I could keep moving forward, doing the things I love and letting the rest go by just keeping faith and knowing that everything is going to work out the way it's meant to be. So if you know me, I decided, you know what? I'm going with choice number two. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep doing the things I love and letting the rest go because I do have faith that God is going to help me and guide me and make the decision for me. So I decided to trust in that and just continue to live my life the way I desire. So after many visits with the doctor and a lot of contemplating what to do, I did end up getting a pacemaker that has helped tremendously. I was very scared about it though, because it's a little freaky knowing I have a battery hooked up to my heart, but I am actually grateful and I feel way better than I did before. Like so much more. I didn't even realize how bad I felt until I started feeling even better. And I'm so grateful that there's even such a device available to help me continuing, you know, living more years and enjoying every single moment. And I want to tell you that I also had to just get over myself. I was so embarrassed and ashamed that I was having a health condition. I felt this way because I'd spent so many years helping other women, you know, get fit, eat better and get healthier. But like everything else in life, I decided that this happened for a reason. And now I can educate and help even more people to be their best self. The more experiences we have in our own life, the more we can pay it forward by teaching others. So now I want to take a moment, now that I've told you my story, and talk a little bit about nutrition and heart health. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, what you should eat and not eat, but I want to give you one big tip that many people don't understand. Heart health and cholesterol can be impacted by the amount of sugar that you eat especially if you have ever been told that you have diabetes, like type 2 diabetes, or if you've ever been told you have pre-diabetes, you must take your blood sugar or blood glucose levels very seriously. Even if you're not diabetic, it's important to keep this in mind so that you can work on preventing type 2 diabetes. My mom developed type 2 diabetes. Um, I, I don't even know what age she was, but probably in her early 30s. And she didn't know how to treat it. So, and she was embarrassed. So she just ignored it. When she finally decided to take it seriously, it's, well, she took it seriously because she had already had heart disease and ended up having a massive heart attack. And this led to many years of congestive heart failure and many other complications, including kidney failure and death. I did add a link in my show notes to a page with more information on this topic in case you want to read a little bit more about it. Many people only think about the amount of eggs 
that they eat. So many people say to me, oh, I don't want high cholesterol, so I'm going to skip eating the eggs, or I'm not going to eat red meat anymore. But that's not the only thing to consider when it comes to nutrition and heart health. Eating the appropriate amount of protein, carbs, and fat is very important when maintaining a balanced or level blood glucose. Okay, so going on crash diets and then binging is not controlling your blood sugar. And this yo-yo approach to dieting is causing way more harm than good. When I work with my nutrition clients, this is a main key point that I teach them. Not only will it help you to lose weight to maintain your blood sugar and other important hunger and stress hormones, but it'll help keep your ticker working better. But I think it's important for me to um, point out that there are a couple of ways or two ways to look at your heart. One is that your heart is a plumbing system, right? The arteries pump the blood like throughout your whole system. But if those arteries get clogged with cholesterol, which is really sticky like substance, the blood can't flow and it starts to back up just like a kitchen sink when it gets clogged with like food clippings. The second part of your heart system is the electrical system. There's a sinus node that literally sends a shock to the heart to beat. Now, I'm not a cardiologist, so I'm not going to go into the details, but we need both the electrical system and the plumbing system to be in good working order. For me, the electrical system was petering out. This was likely from my genes, but there is some talk that it could be from over-exercising and stress. I actually had two different doctors tell me two different things. One said, you couldn't have done anything about this. It's genetic. And the other said, oh, I think you did this to yourself from working out too much. So I'm not sure, or maybe it was a combination of the two things. So remember, I am not a cardiologist, so I'm oversimplifying this just to give you an idea of how the heart works. So that leads me to exercise. It's important to work your heart just like any other muscle in your body. We often look at doing cardio as a way to burn calories or to try to lose more weight, but really cardiovascular exercise is meant to strengthen your heart and lungs. Sure, it burns more calories than other exercise during the exercise session, but overall, just doing a bunch of cardio isn't as effective for long-term weight loss, and it's not smart to constantly overwork your heart. And I admit, I'm a cardio queen. I love the high I get from cardio. I love the breathlessness, the sweat, and the burning I feel both in my lungs and my legs. But after my situation with my heart, I am finally looking at it slightly different. And finally, let's talk about lifestyle factors. We all know that stress feels terrible. We get stressed about work, about the kids, about finances, about the neighbors, about politics, about everything. And when we have nothing to stress about, we create more in our mind to stress ourselves out because apparently we are addicted to stress. But bottling up all of this emotional stress plus adding in the stress of exercise and stressing your body with food or lack of food is not fueling your body appropriately and can lead to heart disease and a bunch of other conditions such as chronic inflammation, diabetes, autoimmune disorders, and more. And all of those work together. If you get one, it may lead to the other. So I have so much more I could talk about regarding heart health, but I don't think you want to sit here for hours, right? (laughs) But if you are listening to this and you need someone to help you put it all together, whether it's for heart health or for your overall health or to lose some weight, that is what a health and lifestyle coach does. We help you look at all the factors, your nutrition habits, your exercise habits, your stress levels, your sleep habits, and more. And then we help you put it all together. 
Oftentimes, people will leave the doctor more confused than before they went in. This is where a lifestyle coach can help you. We can help you work through all the information and put together a good plan that suits both you, your lifestyle, and what your doctor wants you to accomplish. So what I hope you learned from today's episode is that one, please, 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 please listen to your body. I knew that something was not right, which is why I was very diligent in working with my doctors. And I am so glad that my thyroid doctor referred me on because truthfully, I would have never considered it being my heart. So please listen to your body and please be diligent in looking for the right answer so that you can continue to feel good and live your best life. Second, please stop the crash dieting and over-exercising. Or maybe if you don't over-exercise, quit thinking you need to eat less and less and less. This is not helping your heart. Find a sensible and appropriate nutrition plan that feels good and helps you control your blood sugar and cholesterol. We all want quick results. I understand that. But please consider what what this is doing to your body. Yes, losing weight is good for your heart, but how you get there could also be damaging it along the way. So please choose a better way. And finally, get help when you're feeling lost. It's hard enough to do all of this on our own. Find a partner, a coach, a friend, your spouse. Find somebody to help you, keep you accountable, and start listening to your body and start living your best, healthiest, and most sensible life. Thank you so much for being here today with me. Please reach out to me via email if you think it's time to set up a consultation regarding your health and see if working with me or any lifestyle coach could benefit you. My email is rayann at rayannmullins.com. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.